to be a supportive ally. <laughs> how do we really do this as we come out of a month-long pride celebration and many of us people shove our rainbows back into the closet for an entire year? I am so excited to bring you guys this episode of the podcast because I've had many, many people reach out to me and ask me to do a podcast about it or a post or a blog or a freaking email. (laughs) I'm excited for you to listen and I really, really hope it's going to help you better your journey on being a really good ally. Ally, ally, allyship. However you say it, pronounce it, refer to it, it's kind of a funny word. (laughs) When I hear it, I immediately think of a person or people you once had a really big riff with and now you're on the up and up. (laughs) You can blame that on my southern raising. It's so important for me personally to put this episode of this podcast out now in the first few weeks of July for one important reason. June is Pride Month, which means for an entire month... People in the same community as me felt a sense of safety, if you will, to bring out their rainbow shirts, rainbow hair, crap y'all. I've even known people to dye their chest hair rainbow just for the entire month of June. For one month, people in my community, our children, our families, our friends, saw other people like us publicly. On TV ads, music videos, billboards, out in the freaking open. Like, that's how it always was, and anything different was odd. And then it happens. Like, every other month I've ever known, it comes to an end. June ends, and you wake up, and it's July. So, soon, you're going to go into all those stores that were just a parade of pride gear to find all the love is love and rainbow hats on the clearance rack. Like, it was just some irrelevant holiday only a handful of people even celebrated. You know what also goes away? The normalcy. The normalcy we got to feel for an entire month. The TV ads, for the most part, go back to heterosexual couples. The billboards will come down and be replaced like the two dads holding hands were never even there. With the takedown of all the pride and love and rainbows comes down that safety wall so many people in my community felt. So many people who cannot, for their own reasons, be publicly out and proud to the world will put their pride gear deep in the depths of their closet to not even as much as think about it for a solid year. Because for some, still, in 2019, an employer, healthcare provider, friend, family member, finding out they identify somewhere under LGBTQIA could be the result of a loss in their job, a loss of their doctor, friends. The list could go on and on and on. As I record this right now, it is completely legal to discriminate against LGBTQIA plus people in 21 states. 21 out of 50 states, you could be fired for being a lesbian. What in the holy world? So, pride goes away. Now, I hear you saying, but Charity, don't be so dramatic. There are still gay people being openly gay in September. And to that, I ask you, how does their self-image and language differ from June to September? Are they rainbowed out? Are they openly talking about the pride parade in the town over? Or their wife? Their husband? 
Are they happy? If they are, buy that person a damn coffee. No, seriously. Buy them a coffee and ask them how you can help others feel the same way and pursue the same confidence that they do right then in that moment year-round. I read an article a few weeks ago that simply stated having a straight heterosexual ally as an LGBT person of youth lowered the suicide risk by 70%. 70%, guys. This is where you come in. Odds are you read the title for this episode and it spoke to you in some way. And let's be real, if you're still listening to my voice, you, my dear, were meant to stumble upon this podcast. (laughs) Having a supportive ally can literally be life or death for LGBTQIA people. Let that sink in. Life or death. So, I love a good example and walk through this with me. Imagine you're the new kid in school and you walk in and the vast majority of the other kids picked apart how different you are. And day after day, they continue to point out the reasons why your differences made you this or that type of person. Anyone feel excluded, alone, sad, mad? Now imagine the same thing happening, but instead of being alone, one kid from the class reaches out with a kind gesture and says something like, hey, don't listen to these people. I think you're pretty awesome. Let's just go about our day. An ally is born. Brain explosion. We have all, at some point in our lives, experienced some type of exclusion and in that same season found an ally or they found us. You may not have realized that's what it was, but it did. (laughs) No matter if you're straight, gay, white, black, purple, or poly, while being an ally primarily nowadays gets associated with being that supportive person for someone you know that identifies LGBTQIA, it is so much more. I mean, think about it. Have you ever been bullied? In that season, how would your life have shifted if you had an ally to help guide you through the dark days? I could totally start listening all the different ways other lesbian people I know say allies should act, things they could do, places they should go or not go shop or not shop at. But it's my intention to keep this whole thing real. And the realness of it is, y'all... Being an ally comes down to being a good human being. Seriously. For all us parents out there, all the things we teach our kids around ages 1 through 10, or people who have been parented around ages 1 through 10, (laughs) don't point at the elderly lady and laugh. Don't hit your friends. People are different. The world isn't going to end. It's actually what makes the world go around. Those seem like small life lessons in the grand scheme of things, but they are quite literally the things that some people forget as they grow into adulthood and make them not at all even close to being an ally. I oftentimes wonder if people just get so consumed in their little worlds that they literally forget to look up from their phones and remember that not everyone is going to be exactly like them. Being an ally has nothing to do with where in the world you live or even how you grew up. And yeah, I know I'm most definitely going to get some notes about that one, but being an ally 
has nothing at all to do with how you were raised because as far as I'm concerned, once you became an adult, you started making real life choices for yourself. You got the decision to be a jerk or not be a jerk. Truth bomb. I suppose you may be like, Charity, I need a 10-step program to teach myself, my person, our kids, my grandmother, the family dog, how to be a good ally. I thought that would be here on this podcast. Guys, I despise 10-step programs. (laughs) I really believe they set you up for failure. And, you know, sometimes you just gotta give the people what they want. I'm kidding. I do not have a 10-step program, but I can totally leave you with five solid tips I know for a fact in my own life have been really exceptional when allies around me follow them. Step one, I love the fact that you are totally cool with two girls being married. Love is love in your mind, and I like you even teach your children that, but Think about how freaking odd it sounds in the Starbucks line when as you walk up, your voice increasingly gets higher. What if I came up to you and was like, oh man, look, I just, you know, I was looking over your shoulder and, you know, I saw your screensaver on your phone and I just want to let you know, I am so okay with hetero couples. Like, dude, love is love. Do your thing with your heterosexual relationship and be you. If you wouldn't say it about your straight friend's relationship, don't make me turn red in public. You know how long it took me to get this makeup right? (laughs) Tip two. While I do love a darn good drag show, being a lesbian, I cannot tell you how they got the performance that good. Like it's part of the lesbian code. (laughs) Can you hear the sarcasm there? But seriously... I'm 24 with two kids, and I have not been to a bar in years. And you do not need me to accompany you to the drag show. They will let your straight butt in, even without having to show your gay card. Gasp! Step three. This is going to be a tough one for some people, so sit down and breathe a little bit. As much as you are craving, I mean literally foaming at the mouth to get the next word in, to tell me about that one time when you were in Kroger, you reached for a box of taco shells, and at the exact same time, this woman you know, she just had to be a lesbian because you just knew it, and then proceeds to tell me exactly what she looks like because, I mean, of course, in the back of your mind, all of us gay people meet up once a month for a gaydar check, and I must absolutely know her and her mama Guys, can you hear my eyes rolling? I do not know every lesbian in my community. I know that's a big shock, but I don't know everyone. And odds are, I don't know the lady you bumped into at Kroger. But hey, cool story, bro. Tip four. This has to be my absolute biggest pet peeve. Quite honestly, I no longer hang out with certain people for the simple fact that they cannot grasp this concept. And for the love of all things whiskey-flavored and flavored coffee creamer, stop calling me out. 
in the restaurant when you see another gay person, if your first instinct is to wave crazily and announce to the entire place, oh my gosh, your friend that you're eating lunch with is also gay, do not invite me out to lunch. If when I meet people with you and you introduce me as your lesbian friend Charity, I will ditch you. Let me come out when I feel comfortable. Don't out me until I've informed you that we are on that level and I feel comfortable being outed with the people who were, are around. And don't assume outing someone is ever okay. We may run into another gay, gay couple while we're out and about, but it may not be okay with them that they're outed. Lastly, tip five. Seriously, being an ally goes back to the golden rule, guys. If you don't want it done to you, don't do it to someone else. Be a good human. That's all it is. It's very simple. And, you know, let's be real. If you're not, karma is not a nice drag queen. Hey, y'all. So... Every single podcast that I listen to starts off with some type of elaborate intro that explains how they built some type of company from the ground up while being pretty close to perfect and having obsession-worthy hair. Like, seriously, I'm still obsessed. (laughs) For me, I'm right in the middle of my life's work, and this entire podcast is to take you on that journey with me, answer all of your questions, and give you a closer look at exactly what it is to live my life. So, without further ado, let's just dive in. Guys, that is it. It's a wrap. I really hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And, you know, if you didn't, Don't tell anybody. Keep it to yourself. But if you did, I want you to screenshot that you're even listening and tag me on social media. You can find me just about anywhere as at Charity Mac and Mac is with a C. I really, really want to thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with me this week and taking time to indulge and learn just a little bit. I'm always looking for feedback and comments, so be sure that you share them, and I can't wait for you to hear the next week's topic.